When it comes to finding work from home, you want to be sure your steps are ordered by God. He knows your strengths. He knows your gifts. He knows what you love to do. So he knows how to lead you. You can claim the promise in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Hi, I'm Roz Walker, ex-corporate working mom turned stay-at-home mom boss. But it wasn't that long ago that I was crying my eyes out in the parking lot at work, having just dropped off my baby at daycare. I remember crying out to God, asking him to help me find a way to be home with my child. Now, after many failed attempts and fervent prayers, my dreams finally became a reality. I've been home with my now two kids for over 13 years, even after unexpectedly becoming a widow. I started the Mom's Roadmap Home podcast to help you create an actionable step-by-step -step roadmap based on biblical strategies to successfully transition from working mom to stay-at-home mom, avoiding all the pitfalls that delayed my journey. If you're a mom who is ready to take that step in faith toward the dream God has placed in your heart, you're in the right place. Come on, let's get started in creating your roadmap home. Welcome back, mamas. We are almost through the roadmap. And today we are on the M, which stands for map out your plan. And in case you're Hearing about this roadmap for the first time, it's an acrostic for the plan to transition from working mom to stay-at-home mom. And if that's something you've been praying about, dreaming about, wanting to do, I encourage you to go back and binge listen to the first 12 episodes and then come back to this one because you are going to need that information before mapping out your plan. Now, for some you may be in a financial position that allows you to afford to stay home without having to earn any extra income. But for many of us, we have to contribute in some way to the household income. So this episode is for those moms, those who are needing a little additional income from home without having to sacrifice all of your precious time that you want to spend with your family. So if that is you, then this episode is what you need. Now, again, if this is your first time here, I want you to know a little bit about my background. You see, I have two teenagers now, and I've been a stay-at-home mom since 2010. And I know what it's like to feel overwhelmed and maybe even discouraged when it comes to finances because I was there myself some years ago. Now, I started out in a corporate job, had a great job, loved it, got good money. And so we were a two-income household. But I had that longing to stay home with my kids. But I knew without my income, it could not be done, not in the way that we really wanted it to be done. And so I knew I had to do something to earn a little extra income from home. 
And that's after much, much research. That's when I decided I wanted to start my own home business. But it was not easy at first, but it was worth it. And because of that, I was able to stay home with my kids, make enough extra income to support the household. And I've been home since 2010. So if you're looking for a way to make some extra money, it's a little bit more income from home, we're going to map out that plan today, starting with how to earn that extra income starting a mom business, one that reflects your Christian values. So you may be thinking, well, what's a mom business? Well, here's what I mean when I say mom business. A mom business is a business that started and owned by a mom. Okay, got that. And it can be of any type of business, but they often, often focus on products and services that are designed to make life easier for other moms. Um, for example, some mom businesses might want to provide childcare services in their home or offer online courses that will help moms do something or be something better. And also, a mom business does not have to be a type of business that helps just other moms. It can help anyone, but it's based on what you see as a need in your community or in your area of expertise. Okay. Now, if you want a little bit more information on the different types of mom businesses, I do have a resource that will give you that information, and I'll have that in the show notes for you. Now, mom businesses really are becoming more and more popular. In fact, a recent study found that there are now over 11 million mom-owned businesses in the United States. Does that mean there's no room for you? Absolutely not. There is room still for every mom who wants to start a business. You just have to do your research and find the area that needs more of what you offer. Now, there are many, many benefits to starting a mom business. For one, it can be a great way to use your skills and talents that you have to make a difference in the world, a difference for others. And it's also a great way to be your own boss, set your own hours, and get that extra income so you can stay home with your kiddos. So why would someone choose to start a mom business while raising their children? Here are some benefits for doing that. You can supplement your household income, and that's what we've been talking about. You can be home with your children. You can set your own hours. You can work from anywhere, and you can use your skills and passions to help others. Wonderful reasons to consider starting a mom business. Now, you may be wondering, can you be a successful entrepreneur while being a successful mom? Can you do both? It is possible, moms. In fact, there are many entrepreneurs that find that motherhood actually helps them to be more successful in their business. Because moms have to multitask. Moms have to do all types of organization and planning. And that can be very useful in running a business. So how can you do that? Here are some tips for being a successful entrepreneur mom. Set boundaries. 
It's important that you have some boundaries between your work life and your home life. I know that can be challenging when you have little ones, but you can set those boundaries and that will help you avoid burnout and make sure you're able to give good enough time to your business as well as your family. Another tip is to delegate. Don't be afraid to delegate tasks to others. You may get to a point where you have a virtual assistant, or maybe there's a family member that can help you out. Also, take care of yourself physically and mentally. Take time to rest, rejuvenate, get some sleep, eat healthy, exercise. You need to keep doing all of that while trying to start and run your home business, as well as take care of your kids. Find a support system. There's always another group of moms, whether online or in local community meetups. Get with some others who can understand what you're going through and offer you encouragement and support. And finally, don't be afraid to ask for help. There's many people who are willing to help entrepreneur moms succeed. Don't be afraid to ask for that help from your family, from friends, from online mentors, from your colleagues. Just be willing to ask for help. And remember, you are not alone. Just come online. You'll find a whole lot of different moms who are also going through what you're going through. Okay, so what type of business is best for moms? Well, there are many types that can be well-suited based on what you have, your strengths, your skills, your experiences. But here's some ideas. There's online businesses. That's a great option for moms because you can run that from home or at the park if you're there with your kids or gymnastics or wherever you are. And it can offer a lot of flexibility. Some popular online businesses include e-commerce stores like Etsy. Um, blogging is another one, freelance writing. Those are some great online businesses, or you can be a consultant. If you have an expertise in a particular field, you can start a consulting business. That is a great way to use your skills and experience to help others while also earning some income. I already mentioned freelance work, but some ideas of for freelance are writing, editing, graphic design, web development, lots of ideas for freelance work. Blogging is also a great way to share your thoughts and experiences with others, and you can earn income from blogging. Now, that's a long-term goal. Blogging does not automatically earn money right away, but it can be built into a great business. Also, social media marketing. If you're great at social media, there's lots of small businesses who need you. They need someone to handle that for them on platforms like Facebook and Instagram. You can help them by running their platforms. Now, these are just a few ideas. Again, I said I have a resource that will list over 20 businesses that are good ideas for moms and tells you how to get started in each. And I'll have that information in the show notes. Now, here's the part that we want to get to. How do you get this plan together? Now, as I mentioned, the other episodes up till now have put together some steps that you should take first that will help in creating this plan. There are pieces of the plan. 
And so as a quick recap and then adding on, we want to start out by praying for direction, asking God, what is his will for me? What is your will for me, Lord? Um, what type of business should I open? Or should I get a work from home job instead? You also want to identify your gifts, skills, passion, and your calling. And we talked about that just in the last episode. Then you want to research your market. We want to find your ideal business, create that business plan, set up your home office, get the necessary licenses and permits, set up your website, social media accounts, start marketing your business and start offering services. That was a lot. Now, I ran through that list, but now I'm going to go back and actually give you a little summary of what to do in each. This is part of your plan. Get out that notebook and your pencil or pen and take these notes down. This is creating your plan. Now, I first said pray for direction. First John 514 tells us, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Ask God for direction. He will hear you, and he's so willing to guide us. And prayer is just simply opening your heart up to God. Talk to him as you would a friend, and just ask him, what does he want you to do? And then take the time, sit silently, allow God to communicate back to you, read his word, journal what he impresses upon your heart, and just stay prayerful throughout the day. Be open to whom he may send to help deliver a word to you, and just be open to what he reveals regarding his plan for you. In seeking him in his word, we want to go to God's word, pray before you read it, ask him what the answers are to your needs, and then Write down and look for scripture verses that relate to the areas that you are asking for help. Once you have that list, take that list of scriptures to God, pray over it, and continue to listen to his guidance. Now, in the last episode, we talked about identifying your calling. I listed a lot of steps to help you do that. So go back to that episode and the one before it to get those steps on identifying your strengths and gifts and then also your calling. I gave you some questions in that episode to answer to help you discover your strengths, your skills, and your passions. So go through those questions. So now that you have all of that information, you know Um, the direction God wants you to go, you know the gifts and strengths and skills that you have to offer, you now want to begin researching the market. This involves looking at your market around you to determine what is in demand. What are people looking for that your skills, your strengths, your passions align with? This is your opportunity to decide who you want to serve and to define your niche and your avatar. Next, you will then identify that person that you're wanting to market to, their problems, their needs, their pain points, and then how you can help solve them. In other words, what qualifies you to solve their needs? Here's some things you want to consider when researching your market. 
Who is your target audience? What are their needs and wants? What are your competitors doing? What is the size of your market and how much money is being spent on products and services like the ones you want to offer? Also, what are the trends in the market? How is the market changing and how can you position your business to take advantage of those trends? Now, there's different ways to research the market. I will give you a link to uh, an article I wrote that will help guide you through these steps, give you a little more detail so that you can know exactly the things you need to do. In identifying your target audience, those are the people that you most likely can serve the best. And again, that link that I'll leave will give you some details on how to determine your target market. Also, all of the other parts of the research that you need to do. So after doing all that research, and again, visit that article to get more details on those steps, you then want to find your ideal business. So you've prayed for direction, you look for God's will in his word, you've identified your calling, you research your market, and now you want to find your ideal business. And that requires a combination of self-reflection and exploration. So here's some additional steps you can take to find your ideal business. Consider your lifestyle and your values. So as a mom, it's, a, it's important to choose a business that's going to align with your lifestyle and your values. You don't want to be working in a job or in a home business that doesn't align with who you are. You also want to explore your options you're just getting started. There's a lot of options out there. Look into different ones so you can find the field that really interests you. Then you want to test your ideas. You want to explore your options. Look at the different business opportunities that align with your interests and your skills and just find ones that interest you. Then test your ideas. Once you have identified a few potential business ideas, test them on a smaller scale. Maybe you start by offering your products and services to for free for to a small group just to see how that feels. Do you like it? Get some feedback from those people and see, is this a good field for you? Also, get guidance and support from others. Reach out to mentors, whether online or those around you, to get some feedback and support to know if you're heading in the right direction. And then trust your intuition when making that final decision. Listen to the inner voice, the Holy Spirit guiding you, and be open to where God guides you to see what truly will resonate with you, your skills, your passions, and what God places on your heart. Okay, the next step after you've done all that is to create a business plan. Now, this business plan is your guide for starting your mom business. And this should include your business goals, the strategies you're going to take, marketing strategies, and your financial projections. A business plan can help you stay on track and help you know if your business is doing well or if you need to make some changes. So a business plan can increase your chances of success. It can help you make better decisions. 
If you're needing down the road to attract some investors, they will want to see a business plan, that you have a clear plan for your business and that you're serious about it. It can also help you in obtaining funding if that's your goal down the line and in just help guide you along your journey. So there are some tips that I have for creating a business plan. And I even have a business plan starter kit. I will have links to that in the show notes so you can get started right away with creating your business plan. So after you do that, you want to choose your business structure. And that is just what type of business you're going to have. Is it going to be sole proprietorship, which means it's owned by you, one person. And most mom businesses start out and continue this way for some time as they're getting started. And then you can move maybe into a limited liability company. And you may see that LLC behind some business names. And that gives you a little more support where it limits the liability on you. And then there's, of course, a corporation or partnership. And so I have a little more information about each of those in the article. Again, see the show notes. And then some other things to consider when you're choosing your business structure is how it will affect taxes, what type of liability you're willing to assume, and then your business expenses. More details about that in the article. Now, so you have your business idea, you have the structure set up. Now you want to get started. You need to set up your home to have a little space for your office. And for moms getting started, it can just be a small corner in your bedroom. It can be a quiet space in um, the basement. It could be wherever you can get a little quiet space of uninterrupted time. Now, for me, when I got started, my space was in the kitchen, a little, little desk we had in the kitchen area while my kids were napping in the afternoons. I would go there, do my business. And then later at night after they went to bed, I would go back to my little office area or I'd take my laptop, sit on the couch or in my room and continue my business there. So you want to invest in whatever equipment you need, at least a computer if you're going to do an online business and and perhaps a printer to print out some information. So just find a little space that you can set up and call your own, your office. Now, once you have all of that in place, you want to get any necessary licenses or permits, depending on the type of business you're setting up. And um, that information, again, is there for you. If you are doing an online business, you will need to set up a website, um, your social media accounts, to handle any branding. Now, this sounds like a lot, but these will be baby steps that you take. And again, I have an article that's going to walk you through each parts of this. And then I have some other resources that will help guide you and give you the forms to complete that will help you create your business structure, your business plan, and all that you need to get started. So once you have your business, another thing you're going to look at is how you're going to market it. What most people just do social media marketing and you can take it very, very slowly and start small and build from there. 
Now, for many of you, you're thinking that is way too much to try to do while being home with kids. And that is very understandable. Another route you can take is simply finding a work from home job. And there are many, many jobs that allow people now to work from home and they are flexible hours and um, don't um, don't require you to have to come into the office and you can get some of that information online. You can find those jobs online. And I have a, a resource where I found my first work from home job when I came home and it's a wonderful resource. I'll have a link for that in the show notes and you can get started there. It's specifically for moms who want to work from home. They vet different businesses so the businesses know that these are moms whose family are their priority. And so they are offering these positions with the knowledge that it needs to be flexible and work from home for moms. I will have that link in the show notes. You can check out that resource and getting started by Um, Working from home with a job is a great way. It takes the stress off of you of trying to create a business. And it also still allows you to bring in money while working from home. So check out that resource as well. So whether you choose to start a mom business or to find a work from home job, here are some final tips to help you get started. Pray for guidance and wisdom. Ask God to lead you in the right direction as to which one you choose and then um, how to get started in that. Be organized and efficient. Time management is essential when you're working from home, whether you have a home business or a work from home job. You want to set a schedule and stick to it as much as possible and work into your schedule time for interruption because that will happen. Set boundaries as best you can with your work time and your family time. You don't want your work encroaching on your family time. Make family first and keep and honor your time with your family and then fit in your work around that. And finally, find a support system. There are many, many online and offline communities for Christian work from home moms These communities can offer and provide you support and advice and encouragement. Now, whichever path you take, it can feel challenging, but remember, it can be rewarding and a great way for you to help provide for your family while being there with your children. It can be done, moms. I'm living proof of it. You can do it. Now, be sure to grab a copy of my freebie and also to check out the article that I've mentioned. That information is down in the show notes. And then in the next episode, we are going to talk about how to actually activate this plan. And we'll be going through examples of putting together your resume if you're doing an online work from home job. Or if you're planning to start your own business, we will walk through the business plan. So join me here next time to activate your plan and then continue on your journey from transitioning from working mom to stay-at-home mom. I look forward to seeing you back next time.
Thank you, sweet mama, for listening in today. I'm so grateful for you. If you found value in today's episode, please be sure to leave a review if you haven't already. I would love to hear your thoughts about this podcast. And please share this episode with another mom who might be looking for a step-by-step plan for leaving the workplace to come home to her kiddos. I'll see you on the next episode for more tips and strategies for creating your roadmap home.